When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. And I'm ready to go crazy because the Celtics are going all the way. Hey, Nick, go handle our light work. Bull games matter. I would like a cold cut sandwich. Oh, you can call him Eamon Owens because he ain't got no D and he ain't got no J. James Madison. Turn your body cams off. Do what you do. Figures. Just like always. Classic me. This is why when Mike's not here, things go south. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am your host, Scott Kaiser. We are without Mike tonight. If you didn't notice by the sloppy intro I'd like to do some housekeeping real quick before we get into things, though. We all have spent the last week on an emotional roller coaster. It has been emotionally draining. We no longer have our dog with us, but this is our new normal, and we are going to try our best to move forward. Please bear with us as things are, are a little different. Things won't be the same ever again. But we will find our new footing. We will find a new path forward. And this show will bring you the same greatness that we have tried to provide since its inception. Mike is out sick tonight. He's been dealing with, you know, sickness in his house on multiple levels. So we wish him well and speedy recovery. We appreciate all the support from everybody from the past week, as does Caesar's family. And we just want to thank you guys for everything over the past week. And, uh, like I said, just bear with us because things will be a little different, but we'll, we'll get there. Well, that being said, I'd like to welcome in my, go- my co-hosts for the evening, Mookie and Matt Barr. Welcome in, gentlemen. How are we doing? Tough, anyway. tough, act, tough act to follow, man, but you, you, you said it well. Uh, I'll just say ditto. We'll keep it simple there. Appreciate <laughs> the support. Appreciate uh, everyone reaching out. I will say, though, the dog hats that Mike designed are sick. And um, I don't know if it's, I think it's on the Facebook post, but all that money is going straight to support Caesar's family. They had a beautiful service yes. this weekend and um, just whatever we can do. Cause again, yeah, like Scott said, it's been, it's been a whole week and it's only been a week. Right. And so it's been a lot to handle in that time, but uh, you know, we're just going to work through getting used to the new normal. And um if nothing else, yeah, Tyson, you're right. I, I do still suck. I will own that all day, every day, and not even feel bad about it. Um, but yeah, let's uh, – shit, Matt, I don't know. Jump in, man. <laughs> Bail me out. Wow. Three minutes <laughs> Matt, in, Matt Barr, I need Matt a rescue. Barr, there's, in, uh, there's some stuff that will never man. change. 
Vaughn, yeah, filling in for Mike. Good. You know, wish wish Mike the best. Hope he gets better. It's it's always good to be here. It's always good to be back with you guys. Um, I see that. Uh, yeah, they, my name is Matt Byrne that I got from Jules a couple weeks ago. I'm still recovering from that, as Tyson pointed out. Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, like you said, heavy week, heavy week, but happy to be here. Good, and we appreciate you joining us. Uh, let's just go on ahead and get right to it. We are going to start with little uh, baseball talk, folks. I know how we not much drink you beer? enjoy that. Do we not drink beer on no, the we show. We don't drink beer on the show. No, no we're not worried about January. the intro of beer. In fact, I didn't want to. I didn't want to bother with my beer. But Matt, since you since you pointed it out, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> What's in your mug? So uh, I am drinking a Tropical Falcon Smash from Triple Crossing Brewing here in Richmond, Virginia. It's a 7% tropical IPA with notes of, hang on, I pulled it up on my phone, it, notes of pineapple, coconut, and lime. Very festive and to break dry January. Back here with you guys again. Uh, it's not a winter beer. Very much a summer beer, but I'm not yeah. mad about it. Drew, I know you're drinking something special. Like, oh, yeah, for you, sure. You're still keeping the streak alive. What do you got in your mug tonight? Uh, we were going back to the the brew dog, Elvis uh, AF here. So, you know, tried and true. Uh, I, do we usually have music for this? Is it this? No, I, 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 I mean, yeah. I, I mean, if we're trying to, trying to set the mood, yeah. But I mean, uh, it just sounded quiet. So, like, I wasn't really <laughs> sure exactly what. Maybe we can just go back to the silence. We don't have to get creepy with it. <laughs> uh yeah elvis uh brew dog's always solid man I, i've come to really appreciate what they they put out there definitely a beer gasm i don't think that that uh could be said enough more than a missionary wednesday but not like a sloppy saturday either you know somewhere in the middle area there um what about you scott what you pouring out tonight well i'm sticking with what brought me to the dance i'm going with budweiser light an honor of Caesar yet again. And we are starting a new scale to also honor Caesar. So, gentlemen, dog or no dog on your beer? Mm. Boogie, we'll start with you. I mean, it's in the name. Brew Dog is for sure dog. Uh, and I think Caesar, this he might be able to get down with this one because it's not as beery of a beer, but absolutely dog. Matt, what do you got? Uh, I'm drinking for the first time in three weeks, so it could have been anything. It's going to be a dog. <laughs> well that's I'm just so happy i'm like frank the tank once the beer hits my lips it's just oh, mm, it's so good it's so good it's magical yeah well I'm, I'm glad that you're joining us and that you're drinking something that's uh a little bit better than we're the the rest of us at any rate like i said let's get into some baseball real quickly to start off the show here's the pitch oh shit and we begin with the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame announcements came out just over an hour and a half or so ago. We have three new inductees, those being Joe Maurer, Adrian Beltre, and Todd Helton. The first two mm. men, Joe Maurer and Adrian Beltre, their first time on the ballot. So the stuffy old writers actually decided that, you know, for once, when it was a slam dunk on uh, somebody being a first ballot Hall of Famer, we didn't play the waiting game or the the petty. They needed to pass some arbitrary bar game. Uh, on the other hand, uh, Helton, had, this was the sixth year. He had to wait five years to get in, but much deserving to uh, make the Hall of Fame for all three of them. Still missing Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner came up just short. I believe it was 73.9% of the vote. Uh, the threshold is 75, so next year is his 10th year on the ballot, so he should, should 
be getting in next year. But uh, hell of a class. Jim Leland was uh, inducted uh, as a manager um, a couple of months ago, so he will go in with these other three gentlemen. What are we? Uh, what are we thinking about this uh, tr- class of four that'll be heading into Cooperstown come this summer? I'll jump in before Mookie because I know Mookie is a huge baseball fan. He loves to talk <laughs> baseball and he knows everything about oh, yeah. it. But I'll, I'll so I'll get my stuff in before he gets a chance. Um, I, I think it's a great list. I really wish Billy Wagner did get in. I think he did it at a high level for a lot of teams for a lot of years. Uh, absolute dominant lefty coming out of the pen. You did not want to see that fastball. You did not want to see that slider. It's a shame he didn't get in. I hate baseball writers going, oh, well, we can't get him in until 10 years. If a guy deserves to be in, he deserves to be in. Let's just move on, get it over with. Uh, one thing I'm hoping for, what I'm really, really, really hoping for, and it won't happen because it's baseball and baseball sucks when it comes to fun things. Scott, baseball doesn't suck in general. Um, but when it comes to being fun, uh, Adrian Beltre hated being touched on the head when he played. <laughs> and Miggy Cabrera used to do it to him all the time. Every, every time anybody got to third, they just try and touch him on the head. I just want baseball to make his bust like in a place where everybody can touch his head. <laughs> <laughs> and just like to do that for all of eternity because I think they'll be absolutely fucking hysterical. But again, baseball, so they won't do it. That's fair enough. Solid take. It's a it's a ripe opportunity too. Uh, I I think you both kind of alluded to the thing about baseball Hall of Fame shit that gets me is the whole like, well, he he doesn't deserve to be on the first or third. He's a fourth ballot Hall of Fame kind of guy. Like it, it does teach us a good life lesson though, as I say. Or I'm gonna try to get this started, but you know, kind of like fetch. Not or, nothing in the world is ever unanimous because Mariano didn't get elected unanimously. Like, if 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 people can't align on that, then I don't know what we can all agree on. And I just don't understand. Is that bar that seven bar? Is that seventy five percent of the vote the highest in all of sports? Because it seems extremely high to get in. And it's just funny to me that a sport that holds it so holier than thou is ripe with hypocrisy up and down the Hall of Fame hallway or whatever you would call it where all those busts are yeah Um, i think relative to number of players that have played the sport and people that are in the hall of fame it's by a far margin like the hardest one to get into and a lot of it's just gatekeeping it's not even like stupid there's tons of qualified players that have played the game especially within you know the last 20 to 30 years that have been left off for various reasons and i get it you know in some of the cases if guys don't want to vote for some of the steroid users or whatever but the 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 adjunct guys that that got pegged like you know uh gary sheffield is is now off the ballot and you know he he never got popped his name was in the mitchell report but he testified has given has been out front about everything and he he's a casualty of that era because you know guys decided some just decided if they were associated with it all and had been named anyway or even suspected they're just going to knock him out but I mean, there's been rumors surrounding other guys that are in the hall. We know that things have been done, uh, you know, against the rules and other forms outside of uh, steroid usage across the history of baseball. So, yeah, it's always a, a running joke and and kind of ridiculous at how few people have gotten in. But I, I was happy. Like it's it's I don't think I've been able to say that over the last few years. I mean, I'm always happy for the people that do get in, but I'm always 
more disappointed for the people that get left out. And and this year's class is a very solid class. Like I said, I mean, I yeah, wish you can't Wagner argue with those guys. Like it's a sure. solid class. I just, right? Yeah. It, I mean, I wish Wagner Wagner had gotten in, and I think he will next year on his last year. But like, that's but like that's stupid. That, that's I can't stand that aspect of it because like what what has he done differently in his career between now and next year when he'll get in because it's his year. Like it's not a scenario where you can only have like you can only vote for five guys and so you run out of votes. Like that's not at all what's happening here it's just dudes and and tyson kind of alluded to it saying are the owg baseball writers trying to keep brown players out i think it's they're just trying to creep out the players they just don't like like yeah i don't like you so i'm not gonna vote for you yet like and I'll rex asking has anybody been a unanimous pick recently and i think the last most recent you know was it jeter it was jeter no it's rivera rivera was 100 percent yeah. Okay. Because I was gonna say, I thought, I thought I've been sitting on this. I've been sitting on this. Mookie go. I was gonna let. I thought. I thought it was Rivera. Come on. I knew Rivera was on. The one that wasn't was Griffey. Got one guy didn't vote Griffey in, and that was a huge deal. Maybe that's when some of these things started to change. Everybody was like, "Okay, Griffey needed to be a unanimous ballot." I don't think we had any arguments there. But did Jeter though too? Didn't. Was Jeter probably, after Mariano? Probably was like, Barry Larkin. Barry Larkin should have been because Barry Larkin had the same career Derek Jeter did. He just did it in a shittier team with a with a worse roster. You know. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think that Barry Larkin got in on a unanimous vote either. No, he did it's, not. It's it's no. no. It's literally Mario Rivera is the only guy. Like he's the only one ever to have it happen. <laughs> so wow, that's kind of. It's <laughs> not like he's the most recent. He's only. <laughs> like, oh, there you go. Yep, Derek Jeter did not get it by one. Three hundred ninety-six of three hundred ninety-seven. Right, like who the fuck voted is that for guy? Derek? Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you? He's my like, hero. Who are you making a point to? Other than trying to be a bitch ass. He's my hero. Like, that's my that's my voter. That's my who? voter. Whoever the guy who kept Jeter out. No, that's <laughs> yeah, awesome. Come on, that's awesome. Derek just gotta let it go. It's the, the most overrated player in baseball history. Let's not even start going into this. He's terrible defense. He batted at the top of the most dangerous lineup for ten years. He was clutch. I'll give him that. He made some plays, but also a lot of his stuff was completely overblown because he played for the New York Yankees. If you put him on the Kansas City Royals, he's not the same player. He's not. He's not as popular. He's not as he's not 396 out of 397 votes. Yeah, and Chris making a point that it's wild the standard hasn't resulted in appeals or repeals. I'm sure that there have been a litany of dudes who got in with abuse issues or criminal issues way back, but Pete Rose gambled, so he's blackballed. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, it's one of those exclusive clubs, right? And so the club members set the rules. There's <laughs> sorry, right. I'm sorry, Scott. There's always a naysayer. We gotta give it to her. Sarah chiming in saying there's always a naysayer. <laughs> Did you have to throw that? That was on camera. Well, well done. No, that was actually well done. Well, well done by both Mookie and Sarah on that one. That's a good thing. <laughs> but no, I mean, it, it. That's the thing. It's just this exclusive, like members only club. They set the rules, and nobody can check them on it. So while you know, it, it's it's BS that there's there's nobody that's policing them. So they just kind of look at you and shrug their shoulders, like, well, we make the rules. So where are you gonna go? shout out mike no you're listening bud uh jb in the chat also agreeing that no the only the only guy who voted against him is the only guy with integrity and then biscuit saying the guy who voted against keeter had to be Boston. (laughs) i know that's a typo it's it's it's, peter's fucking awesome it's (laughs) your cousin from boston (laughs) (laughs) no no jeets in the hall guy Uh, he can eat his cold cut sandwich outside the hall. That fucking guy. 
How, uh, how yeah. is your cold cut sandwich asking better this time than it was when you were trying to do a Tommy DeVito? So, so funny, <laughs> funny story about cold cut sandwiches. I broke a plate today making lunch because I threw my turkey sandwich on a plate, put it in the oven under the broiler to like, you know, toast that turkey, get a nice little like crisp on it. And I'm standing there on a call having to deal with some idiot saying dumb shit. And all of a sudden by him here, just go. Poosh! I was like, what the fuck? And I opened the oven and yeah, the plate is like just shattered all over. Oh, so that's the, that's the worst. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Tyson, Tyson asking a poignant question, but he wants to know when, <laughs> when does see you next Tuesday shilling get in? <laughs> <laughs> not exactly spelling or not, not spelling out the full see you next Tuesday. And he says, he know what he said. Um, Actually, Kurt Schilling, I think is the first person to be more or less a lock but then to have his post playing career be the reason that he's not in like he had the they have that five-year grace period after you retire and kurt schilling decided how can i fuck up the next five years to ruin <laughs> right? like, getting into the hall of fame like he decided the minute that he retired he was gonna go nuts and 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 be all right-wing conspiracy guy flame right. like blow up a a a, a a video game company piss off just about everybody along the way. Like Kurt Schilling is one of the rare examples of a guy who fucked up after he stopped playing. Well, God now hold on, hold on, Scott. Biscuit chime in here too. We got to, we should probably pay attention because he says, and this is to Pete Rose, everyone in the Hall of Fame except Pete Rose because intercourse that guy. Try not to say fucking screw up the algorithm. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should learn from this game. Just try to switch up the vernacular a little bit, right? You know, well, intercourse that man. Uh, Rex has a uh, sip tug drain pour for us on uh, the Heisman, oh, the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, or the Super Bowl MVP. Hmm, oh. that's a pretty good one. Uh, let's let the guests go first, Matt. What do you yes, got? Yes, first. Yes. Oh, I am going to. <laughs> oh, this is so hard. This is so hard because. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Oh man, is it the Super Bowl or the Super Bowl? Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm you're going think, to no, you're uh, going to Disney World either give, way. <laughs> all right, I got to give a Subaru the Baseball too, Hall of Fame. This, I got to give the Baseball Hall of Fame the chug. Okay, hmm, chug. Okay. Um, you know that's the middle one, and right? it's because they are so close to being so good. But like we were talking about before the show, and and Chris, whose real name is Jordan, I don't know why I said it was Christopher, uh, um, pointed out that uh, uh, Pete Rose's stuff is in the Hall of Fame. Like there's Pete Rose bats, cleats, jerseys, everything, but he himself is not allowed to be in the Hall of Fame. It's it's so hypocritical. And Mookie, like you said, money buys hypocrisy. Hypocrisy, I freaking love it, man. Capitalism is um, the best. I'm going to sip on the Heisman, and this is tough because they took away Reggie Bush's in the most bullshit way possible, and they still haven't given it back, even though they possess the ability to do that. But Super Bowl MVP is the biggest waste of time, and it's just I hate it. Malcolm Smith, who won an MVP. Malcolm Smith, tell me the, Mookie, the, what's, the what's DB. Super Bowl? I know, what, I know. What, what what Super Bowl was it, Scott? Oh, the number? I don't know. Fucking no, no, not the number. What, what what team did he play for? The Niners. Oh no, 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 no! I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking of Dexter. I was thinking of uh, Tampa Bay. Like when I said yeah, when you said Michael. Oh no, 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 no! I know, I know which one it is now. It's Seattle and the Patriots. That's it is Seattle. It is Seattle. Yes, no, uh, I do remember so what? It, it was Seattle and the Broncos, actually. Because actually, oh, it was it the Broncos? Oh, well, yeah, they actually won that game. Oh, fantastic! All right, Mookie, what do you got? Uh, besides the second Google search of the night to find out who the hell Malcolm Smith is, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh man, this is a good this is a this is a good one, Rex. I also love the idea of a Super Bowl. Um I I'm gonna I'm gonna pour drain them will be Hall of Fame because they just they piss me off so much with their morality. Not not it's not even morality, it's fake morality. It's like it's just not nah, they can get fucked. Uh sorry, they can get intercoursed. Um I am going to chug the Super Bowl MVP because it's pretty cool. I do like the stories like the Malcolm Smith. We have those like random times when one dude just shows out. What uh, about the Malcolm Smith story that you're just learning now? Did you like? <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> he scored a touchdown. Man. He's a defensive player scoring touchdowns. I love that. Uh, and then I'm going to sip the Heisman. I love the Heisman. I really do. Like, I do think it's stupid and it has its own, like, old boys club, uh, country club stuff to it that could really, that I could do without. But I do think it's just cool because like being the best player in college football, I think is something that is just unique. Like it doesn't guarantee you a great NFL career. You know, Cardell Jones had a full season. He would have won a Heisman and that'd have been a great story when they eventually took it back from him too, for some reason. But I, I think the Heisman's cool. I like it a lot. So I would for sure sip the Heisman, chug the Super Bowl, and pour drain the MLB Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm going to stick with Matt. Um, I, Maybe a little surprising to some, but yeah, I'm going to sip the Heisman, even though I don't have a team, but I do think the Heisman is really effing cool. And I like that for the most part, although here recently they've just been like, eh, best quarterback. Um, for the most part, you can win the Heisman yeah, by being any player on the field. Like that traditionally felt like it was more of an opportunity for, for guys that, you know, had really great years outside of quarterbacks. Now it seems like it's become pretty much the quarterback only award, which is kind of a bummer, but regardless, still think that's a really cool fraternity and everything they do with that. Uh, MLB hall of fame, despite how stuffy it is. I mean, it is very prestigious despite all of its warts. And then, I mean, I don't give a shit about the Super Bowl MVP. Like it's, it's very, yeah, it's very, I mean, it's very arbitrary. Like Matt pointed out. I mean, a guy has a good one-off good game, regardless of what he's on. I mean, good, good for that player. I do like the, you know, kind of like the Heisman. It's just, but I mean, a one game span, you know, one game sample size, anything can happen. So it's like, they're easily forgotten for the most part. So Eh, it's a good question but uh, the comments are on fire tonight because they came up with that sip drug jam pour sarah this yeah i was just gonna say yeah yeah she's saying it's all arbitrary cbs could start its own hall of fame and if it got big enough boom rivalry (laughs) okay now we know what we're doing this week uh once (laughs) the show wraps uh, I don't get the JV reference, so there's a part of me that doesn't. Want yeah, to I don't. I, don't, I just gonna say, <laughs> I was like, what's I don't know <laughs> what is the kingdoms of Amalar like. Can, uh, can somebody Google that for us? Uh, Chris saying the Super Bowl that it's gonna be huge. Uh, Mike Berlon, the chiming in. So he's alive. <laughs> Question is, which which end is it coming out of right now, man? Uh, it wants to know: Should Hall of Fame votes be based on morality, or should it be strictly on the field performance? Which, I mean. That's been a lot of like the consternation with the with the baseball hall of fame is that you know some people want to be like well it should just be for on the field performance but there is a morality clause and <laughs> at the end of the day if we're looking at it, uh, JB saying that if it were based on morality damn near everyone pre nineteen sixty five is getting the boot and that, I mean yeah the, there's a lot of guys like I don't want to start being like policing guys for off the field stuff right but. 
in 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 the case of Kurt Schilling, like I think pretty much oh, everybody God, agrees, yeah. like it, you screwed it up off the field. Like we you can't have a guy like that that's just gone off the fucking deep end, you know, since he's yeah. retired. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Sarah thanking us for keeping the Google count going. Yeah, we don't have much of a choice because we're we're a bunch of know nothings and ideas. Oh yeah, that's the worst part. Like, <laughs> Caesar was the brains of the operation. I don't know if y'all knew that or not. Um, uh, this, Stephen yeah, Masters saying that Heisman has a viewership bias. The West Coast players don't get the respect. CCMC versus Derrick Henry. That's true too. Like, yeah, a lot of those. Isn't, isn't that true? Just generally in college sports, though. Like, couldn't you say it's the same thing sports. about the way like West Coast college basketball seating takes place? Like. I don't think it matters as much, Matt, though, in like pro sports because it's all settled on the field. Right? It does. You know it I mean? matters. It matters. It matters in every pro sport except for football because football has very set schedules for when the games are going to be played. They're going to be played at one o'clock, four o'clock, or they're going to be a night game. There's no in between. There's no anything else. When it comes to West Coast baseball, especially West Coast baseball gets hammered because no one pays attention to the Padres. Well, now they pay attention to the Dodgers because uh, the they've signed everyone, okay. including Jesus. Um, and I think Thanos at some point. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the Mariners get He's no for love. for sure batting the, cleanup. The right? A's like, get no love. The Giants barely get any. It's just. But, but like, who cares? Man? Why does that matter? 10, 10, well, the game started 10 p.m. on the East Coast. So no one's watching on the East Coast. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. There's no, there's, there's no polls to affect things. There's no selection. Like, it doesn't matter that no one watches the games. Right? Does, like, well, there are polls. There's, there's all-star well, performances. There's MVP votes. There's all sorts of stuff that goes into it. And, and the yeah, ratings okay. go drastically down when a West Coast team is in the World Series because you, you no one has that. watched them all year. But you you also invoked Reggie Bush's name. And when, when USC was doing their thing, there were a lot of eyeballs on West Coast games then, yeah. and that didn't right. that didn't hinder them. Like that's I, I know that in in general it can it can hinder like the non household names or those like super powerhouse players that don't necessarily play on name brand teams. But I mean, I feel like the the Heisman generally. I mean, if if a, a white guy in Nebraska can win it as a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> then I mean, like you know, Run pretty much anybody way. can. Why? Shout out Eric Crouch. Yeah, I mean, who, who, who do you think he's doing these who days? Play, he played safety in the league for the Rams for a little bit. What's up? Oh my god! Um, you know what he, but here's, you know here's what a question for you guys. Doing. So Scott, you alluded to it. and You're absolutely right. The Heisman has become a quarterback award. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Who are the last two non-quarterbacks to win the Heisman? Deion. Both Sanders Alabama won. players. Both Alabama. Oh, players. Derek we'll Henry and uh, uh, Derek Henry's one. Jalen. No, was it Devontae Richardson? Smith. Devontae no. Smith. Devontae Smith. Mookie, two oh, for two. Smith. Oh, yes. Mookie. Uh, know my shit. Devonta Smith and and Derrick Henry, the last two non-quarterbacks to win, and I scroll back, it's like 15 years. Also, Biscuit has become for, a quarterback award. Thanks Biscuit's for being the Bills and uh, winning my parlay this weekend, guys. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get there. Hold on to that thought. <laughs> I want to talk that- about my gambling winning, Scott. I don't want to wait. <laughs> Biscuit saying that he would sip the MVP, chug the Hall of Fame, and poor Drain Heisman because Ohio State fans always talk about winning two in a row, <laughs> which is also fair. Uh, Gabe wanting to know if Ray Lewis, a Hall of Famer, he is, right? He's in the NFL Hall of Fame. Yeah. See, the NFL Hall of Fame is different, though. Like, I... I this is like a half Google. Forget. Like, they, they in, the, in the NFL Hall of Fame classes, unlike MLB, tend to be pretty large, so it's, like, hard to no, remember. No, no, they're not large, and that's a problem. They, they are five guys a year. Five. Okay. Five I say players. large though, because the, the baseball tends to let one. Yeah, there's your baseball. Right, right. So it's right. like, Nope. No, 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 my issue with football is they only let five. They only let five every year. They whittle it down. So to 15 they finalists, it. 
and they cap it. But the problem is there's guys like, and I'm going to be Homer here, but Roger Craig isn't in the Hall of Fame. Who? Roger Craig was the first running back to be a pass catcher and a running back. He revolutionized the running back position. He changed it in the West Coast offense. Uh, Patrick Willis is someone that I'm terrified is never going to get in the Hall of Fame because he's going to run up against guys like Tom Brady, who when he's almost off the ballot, Tom Brady's a first ballot Hall of Famer. That's not a question. By the way, so Matt, he's going to keep running into these guys that retire and they are guaranteed Hall of Famers. And when you only let five guys in a year, you're missing out on a lot of really good players. So what I think they need to do is they need to expand it. And I, 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 I'm OK with the five year waiting period on letting the guys in the Hall of Fame. But I think every Hall of Fame should be if they deserve to be in, they deserve to be in. There's no if, ands or buts. There's no we don't we only put in X amount of players. If you deserve to be in, you deserve to be in. Hmm. It's hard also- to argue with that. Yeah, no, Biscuit, Biscuit also pointing out that uh, there's, if there was morality cause, we'd have no Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth, but also pointing out that Kurt Schilling was in D.C. on January 6th. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is, uh, again, part of the reason why that, you know, Kurt Schilling is not everything. And then getting clarification from both uh, Tyson and JB that King Kingdoms of Amalar was the game that got tanked because Kurt Schilling owned the studio that made it and then caused it to go bankrupt. Yes, and I I knew the knew about the studio, didn't know the game because it never really got past the development stage. That's a so. We need more video yeah. games in the world because sometimes ugh. Sarah also saying that morality would be hard because morality is on a sliding scale and was moral to me isn't necessarily moral to you which right, yeah we, that's what i'm what saying is like, mortal what is mortal to you <laughs> what is mortal to you like combat combat mortal <laughs> yeah, combat. very mortal <laughs> uh but yeah i mean it's it's tough i mean as far as hall of fames go in general because it, i mean baseball technically doesn't limit the amount of people that can get in but because you have to get such a high threshold and people are on their high horses it it means that we're usually limited one two like that's why this class where you've got three guys both or two of which are you know first timers is it's it's a big deal because i don't i I can't remember the last time it happened that you've got two guys it's been like at least four or five years so uh we we glossed over it a little bit but jim leland getting in that is amazing. Rip, my man used to rip cigs in the dugout. Yeah, dude. So I gotta really respect Leland a lot. <laughs> um, and also, uh, Leland was a part of the worst call in baseball history. Oh my god! Yes, Galarraga did not get the perfect game. That's um, So, and Jim Leland did. He, he did a great, really good job of going off on Jim Joyce, the umpire. I'll never forget that guy's name. Jim Joyce, um, the denim so, cowboy. Yeah. Sarah, uh, big, out big, here. Fan, big fan of Jim Leland, and, and, and congrats to him. For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, come on, girl, focus on driving, get home safe. Sarah's saying she was typing quickly because she was at a light. Letter B, and JB correctly point out, don't text and drive, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. And she also said she was at a light. But yeah, <laughs> banging it out on YouTube. Biscuit saying that Pablo Sanchez should be in the Hall of Fame. So the goat. Ooh, yeah, that guy. He was really good at uh, the things he did. At the things he did. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, Wait, and- Luki, do you not know who Pablo Sanchez is? <laughs> no. He does not. He does nope. not. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Sarah. Google number three. Here you go. Pablo Sanchez. I, is Pablo Sandoval a thing? Pablo, yeah, Pablo Sandoval is a thing. Okay, I know him. Not, not the but same person. Talking about. Not the same person. 
Pablo Ch Oh, oh yeah. Okay, no, this yeah. Backyard baseball is the shit. How do <laughs> how do I play that nowadays? Like how is that not the platforms? Uh, I'd get behind I, that vote. I would vote for we, Pablo all day. We we spent enough time talking about it, so we might as well get into it. Let's talk a little football. Alrighty. Chris Davis chiming in saying Pablo Sanchez is the dinger king of backyard baseball, which is the perfect way to put it. Nailed it. Good, good stuff. Uh, uh, so we streams. And then there were four. We are down to the final four in the NFL 49ers and Lions in the NFC, Ravens and the Mother Chiefs in the AFC. Interesting weekend of football. Um, let's let's just go in order. Let's start with the. I, I guess we'll start with the game that nobody really cared too much about, but the the Ravens and the Texans. Interesting until halftime. Then Lamar went God mode, and all things went the way that they should. So uh, Lamar basically saying to young C.J. Stroud, who yes has a bright future, but he is not a Jedi yet. So we are we are blessed to have Lamar on the AFC side, though, because hopefully he can get the job done. Uh, not a whole lot to say about that game. I mean, like I said, good for it was, Tomiko, good for Houston, getting a playoff win against yeah. Cleveland, who they own all of their draft picks for the next <laughs> multiple years because they traded Deshaun Watson to Cleveland. So big ups to Houston for doing that. Obviously, Scott, I, San Francisco 49ers guys, D'Amico Ryans was the defensive coordinator. Yes. in San Francisco. So big fan of D'Amico. I wish him nothing but the best. Uh, CJ Stroud looks like the real deal. Uh, they lost Tank Dell partway through the season. I think him, CJ Stroud, and Nico Collins are going to be terrifying moving forward. Um, and I think they're all very... <laughs> Disappointing uh, out that CJ Stroud looks quarterbacky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was quite the quarterbacky matchup between. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that was uh, good for Houston. I the bright future and in a weak division. So good for them. Oh god. Yeah, Houston's quickly put together too. quite a, a quite a good team. Like I mean, I'm I know that it started before D'Amico got there, but uh, that they looked really good this year. Um, and CJ Stroud is a big part of that. Maybe the first Ohio state quarterback that doesn't suck complete ass in the NFL. Could be. Maybe. maybe. That is so disrespectful to Craig Krenzel. I'm just trying to think. Hey, of, yeah, what hey, was the premise don't you name? dare yeah. invoke that name because I will never forget that his first NFL victory came against who? The 49ers. That's why I'm talking yeah, about. Them. I know, but I'm I don't aware. like the reminder. Oh Mookie, anything on anything on the Texans the, game? The did you, did you happen to see any of it? Or? Disgusting. Uh, <laughs> no, the, I was a little disappointed. I was really hoping that game was going to be a little bit more of a shootout. Um, but that's because, you know, life's too short to bet the under. And I had a lot of over props riding on that game. Ended up working out all right. But uh, really, the second half just didn't play out like I thought it would. Like the way that the Texans went into halftime, I was like, all right, they found something like um, – shit what's his name the linebacker they had spying lamar seemed to have like a sense of how to hold him tight and i was like okay this might be a little bit back and forth then i slept through the third quarter and woke up i was like well this sucks but <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, it worked out all right like you know that's where it's just kind of like all right cool we had a hot first half and we're just gonna put you know the the count away and take a little time out until the next game because that second half was not what I expected it to be. The score seems deceiving, too. It didn't feel like a 30-point output for the Ravens. So, 
JB pointing JP pointing out that it's TBD on on CJ. Yes, I, I I'm aware. Like I said, I I said maybe. Uh, Dude, I don't not, know. That team a, is young. They've got they're project. young. They've got pieces. New head coach. New system. Like I don't think they're gonna lose anyone to other staffs this year at least. Like I I don't know. If I was in the uh, AFC South, I'd be a little nervous personally. Yeah, I mean, as far as Stroud going like forward or whatever, I mean, he's good enough to like keep them afloat. Like, I mean, even if he takes a slight step back next year, even if he were to have like a little bit of a sophomore slump, he was pretty damn good this year in his debut. So I, I may think they'd be okay. Who who did he have? Like, you can't try to convince me to save your life that Nico Collins is a legit NFL weapon. Like I'm uh, sorry. Tank, Tank okay. Dell's pretty solid. I mean, they have a good group of guys. They don't have. They're good, but give them a year. Let them go through power. this draft cycle and get some free agents. They're going to get some people in there that it's. I mean, Dalton Schultz is their second option. Like, not terrible, but also at the same time. Yeah, I mean, between Dell and between Dell and Schultz, I mean, they again they have like a competent. Like what map are what skills skill players like I see yeah, that Nico Collins and Tank Dell and even Dalton Schultz is not bad. They, they, you got to remember they were playing with Davis Mills last year, and so they didn't really have a quarterback. You're, you're really sticking it out there, Bar. I Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Um, also, real quick, I want I wanted to touch on uh, Stephen Masters had a comment. I don't have the ability to pull him up, but uh, oh yeah, no, I, and I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know. Thoughts on the Chandler Jones and AB doing a CTE is fake podcast, and and I, I got. I, I didn't know that was a thing. Was that I'm, the one you wanted? Chris, Davis, Chris <laughs> Davis took the words right out of my mouth. If we jump down his comments, yeah, I was gonna he, say Chris. He, Chris did. I was like, I was like, it's like CTE is fake. That podcast is the number one way to prove it's fucking real because there's no <laughs> questions that those both those guys are. I. Get help, yeah. boys. Get help. There's, there's Stephen. Stephen also saying that nobody had bothered scouting the Texas Texans or knew what to do against them. Whole season of film to watch, so they'll take a step back next year. I mean, I'd agree, except for the division they play in is pretty crappy. And unless you it's really, so bad. Like, there's so many people that are like slowly moving out on Trevor Lawrence that that's really like their main comp, right? Like, I mean, not nobody slowly. Figures, not slowly. Yeah. He's had three years. He hasn't done shit. Well, I mean, there are a lot of people that are jumping completely off board, but those who, you know, haven't got him. I, I mean, I don't know that I'm old. I don't know that I'm all the way out on Trevor Lawrence. Just say that. Like, I still think he can be good. I don't, it doesn't look like he's going to be, you know, the next Peyton Manning or anything like that, but so, I still think that he can win, win enough games to, and like, win that division on a consistent basis, assuming. Everything's equal. Like those two should be clashing for a little while. The the Jaguars and, and the Texans. Let, let me ask you this though. Don't sleep on the Colts. Don't sleep well, yeah. on the Colts. Anthony Richardson looked pretty yeah, good. Yeah, we have an Anthony Richardson's know, gonna man. stay. He's gonna stay healthy. And I still yeah, don't trust him. Not, his, don't trust not as quarterbacky. Not as quarterbacky as the rest yeah, of the guys. But uh, yeah. you know, he still he still uh, he still made some I, plays. I I also need their owner to stop overdosing. Like every Jesus. I think Colts fans want their owner to continue overdosing to the point where he's not the owner anymore wow went there so okay all right so in the next five years just quick weird question do you guys think who's going to be the team in texas are the texans or the cowboys going to get more texans. playoff wins texans, texans. Absolutely. Yeah, okay and texans. i was gonna say i don't even know that, that texans, close, well, it comes it comes down to one thing cj stroud rookie going into his second year on the upswing dak prescott pressing 30 
they're going to have a lot of contract. Oh, they got to like pay Micah Parsons. They got to pay CD Lamb. They got to pay all these guys. I don't know if they have the money. I can't admit the cap is a myth, but Jerry Jones is also Jerry Jones, Jura. So yeah, I don't know gonna what do. they're going to do, but I've got the Texans as the better Texas team for the next five years. J- JB pointing out here too that nightclub urban set Trevor back a season or two. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But uh, Steven's saying that he's a Jags fan and he never was on the hype train. That's what I'm saying. Can't confirm. There's- there's a there's a bunch of people that really like aren't about Trevor Lawrence either to begin with or have like moved off of him. So I guess we'll see. Uh, let's move on to our game, the nightcap, Oof. the unfortunately most exciting oh. game of the weekend. Bar and I were texting nonstop. Dude, yeah, what, I, I was I, I I got in my angry bag. I was like all sorts of just like not happy because it went how I expected it to. But I also didn't didn't think it would come down to the final drive. Like I thought it would be a close game, but I didn't need the heart attack inducingness of the, the it coming down to the very last drive. To quote to quote the the, the great George Kittle, "Go pack, go the fuck home. I don't care. It's the playoffs. Win a game and move the fuck on. I sure, don't care. Get sure. Your win, get your win. Uh, it, you know the 49ers were rusty. They came off kind of a lackluster performance against Washington in Week 17." Week 18 against the Rams, they sat everyone because they didn't need to play anyone. They had the one seed locked up. Thanks, Philly. Hi, Chris. How you doing? Um, you <laughs> wow. know, then, then they had they had a week Two to bullets. sit in between the playoffs. They looked rusty. It was a rainy game. But the playoffs are made by ugly wins. And I know you have a purdy thing you want to talk about later, Scott. But he led a game-winning drive. To score also, a game Robert, Robert, Robert trying to say that I was going to say Bucks Lions game being the most exciting. I I was saying most exciting game from a score standpoint. The fact that it came down the final, like the Lions game was over in the last like six minutes of that game, and which it, which know, in and of itself was it, 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 it. I mean, it wasn't, but yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they might. The Lions Baker, may have Baker threw an interception at the end of the game when they were down by eight, and they were in the did, red zone. So it was pretty really good. Think, the Lions, really the Lions Bucks game was good. It really was really exciting too. The NFC, the out, NFC though. had exciting games, and actually, actually, all the games except for the Ravens Texans was exciting. I'll, I'll give, I'll give the NFL I, props on this one. Three out of four games in the divisional round were really good. I didn't I watch a single game. minute of the fucking Bills. I was going to say, I didn't watch a minute of that game. <laughs> to wake up and see that the Chiefs won, I saw all that I needed to know. And I mean, I guess it was another <laughs> thrilling three point matchup from that aspect, too. But did you at least see how it went down, Scott? Because I think that's more imperative than even knowing the score. Wide, wide right. Yeah. Wide right and Patrick Mahomes. Dude, and like aggressively oh. wide right. Look, I don't, I don't mean to be that guy, but I can make that kick. You have literally proven you fucking can't. You've literally proven you can't. There's a whole if, if you're if you're watching this for the first time, search yeah. on YouTube, Mookie kicks a field goal, and see how fucking miserably that goes for him on a Saturday morning with no one around on a vacant field. And see how that goes. Hey, it was cold no, that day too, Buffalo, though. It was really in cold. Buffalo, in January, he can he can knock down a 43 yarder. Easy. Rex pointing out that it's easy to make it, it an exciting weekend when you script it. NFL is the new WWE. Uh, that's a good and, point. and also, as if there is this to me, I think if you ever introduce him to someone else, this is how you introduce Tyson and sum up his character. Tyson, all caps. I watch for Taylor. Of course you do. 
Like, <laughs> we all know that, Tyson. Like, you didn't even need to say it out loud. And uh, Sarah's saying that the Bills decided yet again that they did not want to win. I mean, I... Bills, man, I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't know so, like, do. here's the thing. I, I don't know I'm what you do. They got to tear it down. They got to tear it down and start over. They're, this they're, point, real, like, they're real close to having to do that. not much else you can do. Like, I don't no, think they, Josh Allen's the guy. I don't. I think Josh Allen is the guy, I, but I, the problem you is don't tear, you don't tear the team down. You get rid of the coach. Sean McDermott took them into the playoffs. He, he got, he's Marvin Lewis. He got to his peak. He got them as far as he's going to get them. I honestly think what Buffalo should do is they should fire Sean McDermott and go get Mike Vrabel. Go get Mike Vrabel. Go get a guy that's hard nosed, wants to win and wants to beat the fuck out of the Patriots and the Jets and the Dolphins twice a year. Go get Dude, someone that is ready to just demolish the AFC East, has that hard-nosed mindset, and is basically Dan Campbell. You know, he's going to come in with a there system is, that there is, it's There is no other Dan Campbell. Like, ain't no one else coming in here talking about chewing off kneecaps and, like, eating your Achilles. Come on. You can't you can't clone that. You just like that is that's too good to be true. I, I think the problem is though, it's bigger than that. Like I think if you look at their some of their key players at skill positions are getting old, man. Like Stefan Diggs, does he have name good years left in him? Name like, honestly. What? what? Name, name another skill position player getting old in Buffalo. Uh Latavius Murray. <laughs> You asked. He got you there. He got Man. you there. <laughs> he hit you with Latavius Murray. <laughs> Mookie. Uh, you know what? You know what? Mookie. Give it to him. Give it to him. <laughs> that feels good. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't see that one coming. That was, that was a good pull, Mookie. Good pull. <laughs> so, Mookie. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess they're not as old as I thought originally but just like again i what what is there like there's enough that they they can get to this state but like is a new coach really going to change the roster be able to make the most of the roster they have to get there whoa steven, steven masters saying that Vrabel uh, ain't shit dude is a joke of a coach i actually tend to agree although damn if you're tennessee, if you're tennessee and you fire Vrabel as much of a joke as he may be I don't know why you go to the joke of an offensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals to be the one to fill that vacancy. Like that's a really fucking interesting choice is they're tanking. They're tanking. They're they're They, they realize that Anthony Richardson, Trevor Lawrence, CJ Stroud in that division, they have Ryan Tannehill and a guy that puts mayonnaise in his coffee. And as someone that had to come on this show and take a shot with mayonnaise in it, <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm glad you brought that up because I've been meaning to ask you, like, what is your relationship with mayonnaise now in general? Has that changed at all? Haven't had it since. <laughs> Haven't had it since. Haven't have you had, had Jaeger? Jaeger I still have that whole bottle. I have that whole bottle of Jaeger still sitting in my freezer, and I can't wait to just unload it on some unfortunate some schmuck at the schmuck. Super Bowl party. Biscuit saying that the Buffalo Bills are destined to just be a Super Bowl T-shirt sent to third world countries. <laughs> like seriously, there there was a gap, but I'm sure that they're happy to see the Bills back. Like, hey, yeah, Bills t-shirts are back here. We missed you. Uh, and Robert Taylor Ouch. saying that, yeah, saying that Josh Allen is great. It's just that unfortunate for him is he is a league where he is contemporary is better. I mean, it's true. Is, it, is, I kind is of he great, or is he just good? 
Really, no, I think I, I, I think I think Josh. No, I think Josh Allen is great. I think it, it's a Jordan thing. Like, I mean, you just you play quarterback at the wrong time in the wrong conference. If he was in the NFC, I mean, but I, but here's the thing though. Like, there's like Joe Burrow is a great counterpoint to that because he came around a year that the Chiefs. Yeah, think the Chiefs but I think I think year, I, I think Allen is sees his moment and went to the Super Bowl. Josh Allen has never been able to get over that. Has he even ever got to the conference title game? Like. I haven't seen anything in Josh Allen other than having a lot of intangibles and being a real gym rat that can make all the throws as Tyson points out. <laughs> like I just haven't seen anything that shows me that he's that he's a Dak Prescott. He is a Dakota Prescott and that's it. He's, I don't want to say he's a Jag, but like, he's like maybe a really good one. Tyson also saying that he put mayonnaise in your mom's coffee. I mean, bro, come on now. That's I'll, a slow, you know what? Brother. I'll tell you what. I'll give you this. <laughs> JB saying Josh Allen is the new Stafford. Gunslinger that makes some awful decisions at the worst time. If Josh Allen goes to a completely new franchise, I bet you he could pull off Matty Stafford. But that's what we're saying. Like, he's a really good quarterback. He's that great. Make it just great. Might I don't even know that I would say it, Matt Stafford was Stafford was great in Detroit. Stafford was great. Was yeah. For a decade. He couldn't yeah. get in Calvin Johnson. And they gave him no offensive line. They gave him no running backs. And they said, fuck defense. We don't need that. And they were scoring 30 points a game and still finishing with losing records. Matt Stafford is a great Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Do not shit on Matt Stafford like that. Yeah, I that, love I mean, Matt Stafford. When Matt Stafford was rumored to go to the Niners, I was talking about the Niners were going to win eight straight Super Bowls until Stafford was 40. I love Matt Stafford. I hate that I have to root against him. I love Matt Stafford. Robert also pointing out that Joe Burrow hasn't thrown a fourth quarter. Is that, is that true? Postseason, stop ignoring that his defense I, is clear in the place. I would like that's, to right, that's what I'm saying when I say that I think that Allen is better than Burrow. Like, I mean, Burrow's good. Don't get me wrong. Burrow is is good in his own right, but I, I think Josh Allen is better. I mean, and and it just it's just unfortunate that they they both keep running into the same immovable object. It's just. And are the Bills the are the Bills the Cowboys of the AFC? No, because no. The, the Dallas doesn't even come close. Like, no. no. No, the Bills don't have an annoying ass owner. The Bills don't have fans that claim that every year is their year. They might a little bit this year. But there's something I do want to touch about on Bills fans. There's the, the so five weeks ago. Um, there was a Bills Mafia fan at a tailgate, which if you haven't been to a Bills Mafia tailgate, it is an undefeated experience. That is so much fun. I went up there when they were playing Washington. And so I didn't give a shit about either team. I was just there to have fun. My family's Buffalo fans. I was rooting for the Bills. But other than that, I was just there to witness it all. Absolutely fantastic. So the Bills are building a new stadium, and they're building it right next to their current stadium, which means there is a giant pit. That has oh, been dug so that they. Oh my God, why is that? No, you can't do that. Like, okay, oh yeah, don't worry, Mookie, it's coming. Oh. So there was a Bills Mafia member that decided to take all of the LSD <laughs> in human shit and then roll into the pit and ended up in the ER. The Buffalo Bills won that game, oh, and every week dude. after that. There was a Bills Mafia member that was sacrificed to the pit, and an ER doctor confirmed in the Orchard Park area that someone showed up with injuries consistent of falling into a pit 40 feet down every week until the playoffs. And then, last week, before the Chiefs game, there were cops surrounding the pit, and Bills Mafia could not 
sacrifice a fan to the pit and win that game. So I, I look, you can blame Tyler Bass. You can blame the kicker. Kicker lives don't matter. You can blame the kicker for not making that kick. But if that Bills Mafia been allowed to sacrifice someone to the pit, look, you guys say it in the intro. Turn your body cams off. Do what you do. You are a Buffalo police officer. Let your team fucking win. Let someone be sacrificed to the pit so that you can finally beat the chips, beat the Chiefs, and get that monkey off Josh Allen's back, and then Buffalo can be happy. But no. All of a sudden. Sorry, I was just to do so their long. jobs for once. That's wait so long because it's like so tough. That's just that's too good, dude. And like that's the kicker is they did it for like how many weeks in a row, and then it's like in, it's the Chiefs game. Like, no, we're gonna we're gonna put our foot down now. Like, dude, if you're not gonna do it in like the fifteenth week of the season, just like you said, just let them have it. JB wants Let to know because it. it's a Buffalo resident. Is it really a sacrifice? <laughs> I, and Rex asking, is the pit part of those Allen intangibles? <laughs> that's too good. I love, I also love, they confirmed there was people with an injuries consistent with falling into pit. Oh, no. Because those, the, the, oh, Steven Masters comment. Oh, Jesus which, which one? Oh, oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. I reading that shit, y'all. Fucking Scott. A Kansas, City found, a Kansas City fan was found with three dead bodies outside of his house. He counteracted the curse, is what Woof. Stephen Masters had to say. Woof. <laughs> oh man. Oh, Jesus. Robert, of course, chiming in. They all three froze to death. Damn it. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> That's like a shared one for them. And then yeah, I was just gonna say that's a that's a double. Sarah made another great point. This too, she said it's for the Chiefs game. They had to use the pit to put all the snow, so it was probably only a five foot drop. (laughs) 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 Oh man, God! And and yeah, Rex had Rex having the right thought too because when he first started this, I was like, oh yeah, the they not ever watch Parks and Rec? Rec. Yeah, the pit. That wasn't even that big of a pit either, but. No, oh, God, I, you know, hey, I, if it, if it can happen to Andy, it can happen to any of us. Okay? Exactly. And I mean, he was better off for it in the long run. So maybe this isn't the worst thing. Maybe this is how those Bills fans turn their life around. You know, this is this, this is the start of the turnaround for Buffalo. They sacrificed to the pit. They got stopped. Now they're gonna have to fill it in, build a new stadium and they'll be fine. Okay, so Matt and I were talking yesterday. And well, wait, and- do we do we close the loop here, Scott, on the KC story or? My, I mean, uh, it's it's ever ever evolving. Like we're we're good. Like I mean, yeah. okay, we'll we'll let it go. Go go look it up on on the news or Facebook. That, or that's that's a Google do. search for the listeners. Uh, yeah, yeah but go. I gotta I gotta ask though. All right, so I mean, look, I don't give a shit what like the national media says for the most part, right? About like anything for when it comes to sports, it's it's all just bullshit, and they're trying to get clicks and views and all that other shit. But I've spent Ooh, most dude, of this. That <laughs> I spent most of this season trying to figure out why Brock Purdy is hated so much by so many. Like I, I spent the last 20 years hearing about how great Tom Brady was because he was drafted in the sixth round and he overcame blah, 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 and became the greatest <laughs> of all time. And here comes Brock Purdy 
who was Mr. Irrelevant, very similar, you know, intangibles and features of one Tom Brady. And yet he gets hate from everybody. It's so weird and so like, like pointed and measured that I got, I asked Matt, I was like, is he fucking black? Am I, am I seeing <laughs> like, am I seeing him wrong? Is he not quarterbacky enough? Is Brock Purdy black? And I'm the only one that sees him as a six foot one white guy because he gets hate. Like he's a fucking black quarterback. And I do not understand why so many people are like rooting against Brock Purdy. He seems to be the exact thing that the media and all of the talking heads would just latch onto and it would drive me fucking up a wall. But instead they they find reasons for, to hate Brock Purdy and I don't fucking understand it. Please somebody explain to me why everybody hates Brock Purdy. It is it, real quick. It, is that, is that a race card or no? It's like on the edge. No, I just, I just I'm just asking the question. Hey, I'm just asking All the question. Right. Is he black? And I'm just seeing it wrong. We'll just work one in later. Okay, Scott. Thanks. That's fair. That's fair. It, it's it's very easy, and it's because Shanahan has had success with the 49ers pretty much every year, where his quarterback wasn't dead. You know, and and last year being the exception, where Trey Lance came in, gets our Jimmy Garoppolo, gets our then Brock Purdy comes in, and then Brock Purdy's elbow explodes into a million pieces in the NFC Championship game. Um, the, the team is very good. The 49ers are very good. If you look at the roster top to bottom, they are fantastic. And my biggest argument is if it was the system, if it was the players, if it was everything else went going right, why didn't the system and the players look as good as they do now? I don't think Purdy is the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't think Purdy is a jag. There has to be a spot in the middle. Not every, it's not extremes. It, it, I swear to God, sports media are Siths. They deal in absolutes. You're either the best of all time or you're the worst of all time. There's no space to be in the middle. And if they would just let Purdy exist in the top eight to 10, 12 quarterbacks, they'd be fine because that's where he belongs. Because if you put him on a lot of other teams, he'd be able to do a lot of things because he processes the game very well. He goes through his reads very well and he knows when to check the ball down. But he, he gets hate because he's a seventh rounder. If he was a first rounder, they'd be touting him as the greatest quarterback of all time. But but they'd, then they'd but be, then be coming but in then, and being like, oh, this is exactly what Brock Purdy was supposed to be. This is but what Brady. Was but Brady was a sixth rounder. Like same again, same story. Came out of nowhere. Wasn't expected to be anything. Like and had the same fucking thing. Defense carried him. Then you know all these guys carried him. Like how many how many weapons does he need to have taken away from him? Like what's the threshold? Like where where do you say all right? Well he he has few weapons now. Now we can see what he does. Uh, he, you know, he, before this Sunday, he had to learn the game, the drive and Robert's sitting there in the comments. Well, you called him an MVP. Like I didn't call him an MVP. I'm sure there's some idiot Niners fans out there that were like, I, I don't give a shit at the end of the day, honestly, whether Brock Purdy wins MVP, whether he wins individual accolades, nothing. All I want him to do is win fucking games, but I can't believe how many people there are that are just like actively rooting against him. And if it's a byproduct of the team again. The fucking Patriots were annoying as fuck. And that didn't stop anybody from dick riding Brady. And again, <laughs> I'm not asking you to dick ride Brock. D don't. I, like, he hasn't done anything special. And if you think he's a jag, fine. He's our jag. I don't care. But again, like, I'm not out there touting him as the greatest. And you would think that some people were the way that people fucking talk about him. Like, like he killed their goddamn mother. 
This leads perfectly into the Niners and Lions game because the Niners are the villains of this week. They are the villains. I don't think anyone really True. cares across the country who wins between the Ravens and the Chiefs. I think people will be fine with whatever happens there. But overwhelmingly, the country wants to see Detroit win. They want to see Detroit beat San Francisco and, and break this curse and get into the next level. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, want, I want the Niners to win by 80. I don't care. The Niners are clearly in the villain role right now, and I think a lot of the Brock Purdy hate kind of leans into that because a lot of the, a lot of the sports media guys that go on these shows, they're paid to be idiots. I'm convinced of it because if you go back, like Skip Bayless is a perfect example. If you go back to old 30 for 30s, Skip Bayless was a legitimate sports writer and journalist and was investigating God, stuff, especially nuts. if you look at the, the, de- the Pony Excess, the, the SMU death penalty one. He was like the guy on the forefront of that reporting. He's become this ass clown that wears Dallas Cowboys jerseys and gets crushed by an automatic trash can because he can't figure out how to open it because that's what sells and that's what gets people to watch. They want to hear outlandish takes. They don't want to hear, yeah, he's pretty good. I think he can get the job done because that doesn't excite anyone. So, no, I don't don't buy into this. It's just... It's sports did, media being sports media. The, they have to be outlet, outlandish and bombastic to make it happen. I need to know more about where this automatic trash compactor came in, though. Google. Oh, man. It was after it was after the Cowboys. It was after the Cowboys lost. Actually, to the no, because I, I don't want to give and, him any clicks or anything. Fuck. Skip, no. Well, Skip, Skip Bayless has this thing where he likes to take Cowboys jerseys and throw them in the trash. He looks like such an old man when he does it, too. Yeah, he looks so old. (laughs) It's so scripted and awful looking. He's got one of those automatic trash cans. He looks like he's fall over when he does it. I'm like, can somebody get Skip a walker when he does it? He goes to swim. He holds it up and he's like, I'm like, nobody throws away anything. Like, Just burn it if you're going to do it. Just do the old typical jersey burn if you're gonna look like an ass clown throwing well, it I, think, trash I, I think we all know what's up with skip bayless though in the sense of, like he's only throwing him in the trash because he, he's gonna just go right back and get it like he, he's Correct. too cheap yeah, he to really year. you know lean into the bit and and i think jb is alluding to kind of just like what it's same thing that i guess i'm asking but i already know the answer to it's just that Matt's explanation of sports media is what ended his ESPN addiction. Once he made that realization, he completely moved on. And yeah. I mean, it's true. Like, I, I mean, I used to watch ESPN from sunup to sundown if I wasn't watching the games. And I I got off that narcotic a long time ago. But some of that stuff still bleeds in and you, you can't help but hear like just, the, you know, the takes on certain people. And I just think it's like in the midst of it's like they're taking time away from hating on Lamar and, you know, like that whole dog whistle dog and pony show to make sure that they attack Brock. And I'm like, again, I mean, if he was black, it it would make total sense. But since he's not, I I get confused as shit. Like it seems to be like what they usually latch on and ride all the way to the end. I I don't want to call anyone out, but can you put up Chris's comment real fast? Because Oh, damn it. It says, uh, if Skip was really an angry fan, he would have thrown the living room table his wife built over the couch. Not (laughs) that I know for sure. I may or may not have been at the house the week after that happened. Oh, boy. Um, How'd that go? (laughs) 
Look, he's an Eagles fan, and he's a diehard Eagles fan, and I got to give him credit for that. Oh, he was not happy down that stretch of the season, and uh, my favorite part of Sundays was texting. Show, right? My favorite part was texting, "Hey, man, how much of your house is destroyed this weekend?" <laughs> he was he was all about it. It's fandom, man. There, there's no reason. It just that's how it is, and you know, some could call it emotional unintelligence. And I tell them to get fucked. They can coitus themselves. <laughs> I've been I've been sitting on that one, and you know, you follow, you get fucked, followed by quit. I oh, know it's good. It's uh, you know you got to lead them into it, right? Because coitus, that's kind of out there. The kids these days, I don't know if they know what that means. Speaking of get fucked, the NFL thinking about a new rule that they can get fucked on. Thinking about getting rid of the rule where you lose possession of the ball when you fumble it out of the back of the end zone. Completely fucking asinine. They are asking for more of a shit show than they have already invited into the our living rooms with the way they fucking, you know, throw these rules out there. I, 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 I only I, I kind of hope it passes. Because uh, any chance I get to, to dunk on the NFL, and this will give us plenty of opportunities when these assholes start fucking leaning out and throwing the ball at the pylon and throwing it over the goal line, oh, you know, yeah. pulling it over there, making sure that they can say they crossed and not worried about fumbling. Completely dumb it's as gonna hell. It's going to be absurd. It's going to be absolutely absurd. And then I, I will say in kind of a similar manner, did you guys – well, you probably didn't because you didn't watch but in the Lions game in the fourth quarter when they ran in that jumbo set and one of their O-linemen declared as eligible and the ref announced it and the whole stadium. Oh, played. yeah, that was that was like that was, yeah, that, that was that was epic. And it's like, I did watch you know that. what? Cheers for that, Detroit. Way to, way to keep, you know, hold on to that petty right there. Hold on to that wound. Um, I, that's and here's the thing. And, and the NFL never really comes out with it. But like, what is the point of exploring this world change? Like other than None. saying like, no, fuck the defense. We just want to see 99 points a game. Let's, let's hear it, Matt. Hit me with it. So this looks really bad for the NFL. And it looks bad because they announced they were going to look into it after it happened against the Chiefs. Yup. The public perception is that the Chiefs already get all the calls. Now, whether that is true or not, that is public perception. Robert, I can see you from California furiously typing on your keyboard right now, yelling. <laughs> and we don't even have the three dots that say Robert is typing. Perception, the public perception is that the Chiefs get all the calls. So when it happens to the Chiefs in a playoff game and they immediately come out and say, well, we're thinking about changing it. It looks like they're catering to the Chiefs. Now, that's not what they're doing. I understand what they're doing. They're trying to, like Scott said, 99 points a game. They're trying to score as many points as possible. I think this rule is so dumb to change because it rewards a player for being careless with the football. Mm -hmm. If a player is diving for the end zone and uncovers it and leaves it open to a defensive player to do exactly what they've been taught to do, which is knock the ball out of their hands. And the ball goes out of the end zone. You're like, well, it's going to go back to where he fumbled. What is going to stop every single player from just reaching every single time? There is a reason that rule exists, and it's to it's to help. It's so fucking difficult to play defense in the NFL. It's insane. You can't touch the quarterbacks. You can't hit them low. You can't hit them high. You can't hit them even remotely late. You can't land with your body weight on them. You can't, you can't hit touch a receiver after five yards. Mm -hmm. You can't oh, but the, do so but many the things. And every penalty, every penalty that the defense gets, with the exception of offsides and encroachment, is, is an automatic, automatic first, first down. 
It's so fucking difficult to play defense in the NFL. Stop hampering the defenses and give them something that they can aim for and strive for in a red zone defensive capacity. This is the dumbest rule change they could possibly make. So it's going to be changed. That's the NFL. And it drives me nuts because, like you said, they're reactionary. They're, like, how many times has there yeah. been a, a controversial play or a play that's decided a game or perceived to have decided a game or something? And then the NFL makes the announcement, like, moments after it happens, or the day after it happens, we're looking into changing this, or the competition committee is going to be on this or something. Like, if they wanted to change this, and like you said, it, it you know it kind of looks like they're catering, but I don't give a shit if it looked like they were catering to anybody or whatever. All I care about is that if you're gonna fucking make something like this, why even announce it? Like, like it could have gone into the off season. They could have just been like, eh, we're you know we're gonna look into this fucking thing, and then if it changes, you make the announcement. If it doesn't, nothing needs to be said. But fucking sitting there and throwing this out there right after it happens. Like it's it's what pisses me off most about the NFL these days is because they just kind of do this. It's like, oh, you guys didn't like that, or it, like that was that that controversial. All right, like let, let's figure out a way to like let's snap judgment and figure out. Oh, oh, uh, you you didn't like the Calvin Johnson thing? Like let let's make a rule and like let's let's fix that up. But we're not gonna fix anything, and we're not gonna acknowledge that like it was fucked up. And in this case, the rule's not fucked up. The rule is perfectly fine. Stop changing football is what I want to like. Just stop changing fucking football. Like can football just stay football and stop like just changing rules for the sake of changing fucking rules. Like forget like, all right, we want to make it easier for offense. It's just, it, it becomes less and less like football each fucking year with this shit, man. It's, it's driving past, me nuts. It's, it's the pass interference all over again. The Rams and the, and the saints had that pass interference. It was so clearly pass interference against the Rams. And they reacted immediately. And then, and then they were like, "Oh, we gotta look into this," and they made it reviewable for one season, and then rescinded it because they were like, "Holy shit, this is really ticky tack." And it, once you slow it down, everything gets way too complicated. It's dumb. Which it, I understand. Yeah. Which like, I understand. And but, but I mean, it's just like is, when if, they, you're it, make, if you're gonna make penalties challengeable, if you're gonna do that, it needs. We need to go to a college system where it's automatically reviewable. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think this is one of the few things college gets right. It's automatic reviews. If there's something that is somewhat controversial, automatic review. I think personal fouls should be automatically reviewed. Because I've seen so many roughing the passers that are just not roughing the passers that get called. I've seen so many the we, yeah, the tuck rule. Perfect. The tuck rule. I was thinking, I was thinking even more poignant. Uh, remember with Favre and the pass interference call there, we changed the fucking overtime rules because of that bullshit the very next year. So and it was dumb. like, yeah. was Tom, that Tom Brady? Necessary? Tom Brady got hit low. Tom what? Brady got hit low. He tears his ACL. He misses a <laughs> year. Christ. Immediately, you're not allowed to hit quarterbacks low because you hit Tom Brady. <laughs> I think the thing that's most frustrating about it too is like they, they don't have to try that hard. Like there's places that already have they this really shit don't. figured out and like all they could do, just look at the MLS. As Stephen Masters points out, the MLS starts here in less than a month, 30 days until FC Cincinnati kicks off at home. Go steal what the MLS has got in place. Soccer has got this figured out, MLS man. Season ended. So yeah. Oh, there's an right. MLS season. Dude, <laughs> you don't remember me showing up here despondent and in pain. 
Like, I mean, that's just your had their, routine, had, so no. I guess that's fair, yeah. I really should just start putting on. Uh, although maybe maybe it doesn't matter because JB pointing out that the NFL being completely reactionary and the NHL not changing a single rule in 75 <laughs> years equals the same angry fan base. No, but I see, mean, I'll, I'll, I'll even challenge right. that. I think the NHL, they, their video challenge review process is actually pretty decent. Like, they're quick. The uh, the penalty for getting it wrong, like the two-minute minor for delay a game, like I think that matches well where they have that right level of you can challenge a lot of stuff, but if you do and you fuck up, you're going to be punished for it. So it really makes people think twice about like just frivolously throwing shit out there. The problem with the NFL is they need to be able to allow more stuff to be challenged and for it to happen quickly because that's the other thing. It feels like it takes like hours to get the challenge done. And then next thing you know, after you go back from like your third commercial break, you finally get to here and it's third and two. <laughs> also Tyson pointing out, uh, but Hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Yeah, we did that hockey. We kicked its ass. So Scott, Scott, we do got to see what are your thoughts on this, this Islanders coach? How, how has things been since that dramatic shift? Yeah. Fuck the Islanders. But I do love me some Patrick Waugh. I do love me some Patrick Waugh. That's my guy. That's my fucking True. guy. The GOAT, baby. I love it. I do. I hate the team, though. Fuck the Islanders. I wish he, I wish he could coach a better team. But yeah, right. Well, you got to take Waugh. the opportunities he got. You know, it's not like he's ever had a shot For at sure. coaching a, a solid NHL team before. So maybe this is a stepping stone to... Uh, JB asking a hilariously funny question because it actually just got brought up recently, but it wants to know what happened to Lou the dog. Is he dead yet? Um, actually, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it was... Uh, Rate announced that Lou died a while ago, but he did want to come back in some shape or form, get back on the show. So we'll see if we can make that happen. Just for you, JB. Just for Spe you. Speaking of, speaking of dead dogs, uh, Ugga just died. Oh, Georgia. Uh, like which which version? Like, like what 20, number? Twenty three. Twenty three. I think. Yeah. So they're probably gonna have to crown a new one before the football season. So. So Ugga twenty four and twenty four, huh? Yeah. Right, yeah. Twenty four and twenty four. R.I.P. and peace to Ugga number whatever. I don't twenty three. I pulled twenty three out of my ass. So I have no idea. Oh, uh, we all know that Caesar smiling somewhere because Steven Masters chiming in saying Texas beat OU in basketball. It's eight eleven p.m. and OU still sucks. Absolutely, Cheers. everybody. Fuck the Sooners. Cheers. I was going to say, bring up a glass for that one. And in honor. <laughs> oh, that's my guy. If you haven't bought a hat, buy a fucking hat. They're sweet as hell, man. Can't wait yeah. different colors. I, I bought it the day the day y'all put them up. I bought one immediately. Well, and people are people are starting to receive their hats. If you don't know what we're talking about, and you aren't in the Facebook group, we we did design a uh, an original design for Caesar uh, to honor his memory, and we we have hats and stickers that are available on our website. Hundred percent of the press proceeds going to his family, so we're not looking to make anything off of it. We just wanted to do something. Uh, if we ours haven't arrived yet um oh, but when shit. they do it'll be everybody be like oh wow and mike chiming in did had no idea we've raised 370 dollars for caesar's family so thank you to everybody who has bought a hat and if you haven't get your ass over there buy something support the family support us support Caesar. it's such a dope hat too it's an it's a nice rope hat you got three choices to choose from it's it says that's a bar on it. It's got a dog Dude, on there. Right. I don't know. There's nowhere you <laughs> it's can't so wear hard. it. It's there's so hard. Yeah. I don't wear it's this yeah. I, I it, it, it looks I know I know Caesar didn't like beer, but it'd be some fucking amazing can art. 
I'll tell you that Ooh, much. Like, sure. I don't know what kind of beer it would be, but it would be some amazing can art. But before we move on, let's let's hit the uh, for the 370. Hell yeah. Because I just want to see it again. Uno, tres, cuatro. Dan, 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 dan. <laughs> All right, so we want to we want to move into these matchups for the championship games because we haven't really yeah. talked about those yet. I was gonna so, say, I guess I guess we should talk about hey, Final all day, Four. Papa. All hey, day, Papa. Mr. Nera, love you. Shout out, man. Me, yes, love you. Appreciate you for watching us. We um, should we should start with the Ravens Chiefs because none of us care nobody about cares. That. We yeah. we all have dogs <laughs> in the fight in the next one, so maybe just a rapid fire pick. Who you got? The, the sad part is I I, I we. Well, you two care so much, and I care so little <laughs> that, that there might be more to talk about in the Ravens Chiefs, though, because I'm gonna be like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's Niners all day. Oh uh, well, I I feel it, it pains me. Like, I, like I, I don't want to go against my mulatta brother, but I also don't want to root against my my quarterbacky brother. Like this is like this is the pinnacle. Like right. Like I I want black quarterbacks to take over the NFL. I'm so happy that there are more black quarterbacks getting a chance. And all the fucking haters who said Lamar couldn't get here or Lamar isn't this, Lamar isn't that. Y'all can continue to eat all the dicks as he does what he does. Uh, and you know I I'm tired of the Chiefs as much as anybody is. But I don't have anything against Patrick Mahomes personally. Taylor can get fucked. And really, that's the that's that's the thing here, right? Like, this is me rooting for Lamar so that I don't have to see any more Taylor Swift. Like, you know what? It, it, tell Baltimore to get some really annoying bitch to be associated with them. Tell Lamar to stay start dating some annoying white chick or or have Mark Andrews date some annoying white chick on his team. Like, I don't know. Then maybe my perception will change. But, I mean, I'm hoping just for the sake of hope that – that the Ravens win. Problem is, I think the Niners actually have a bigger problem on their hands against Lamar. So I'm rooting for probably my own fucking demise, but it'd just be nice to not have to hear about Taylor Swift and the Chief for two fucking weeks. I'm just, that's all I'm picking again. Nothing against, <laughs> nothing against my mulatto brother. So, so, sorry, Sarah, Sarah pointing out we need a green Caesar hat. So, Mike, I know you're listening. Uh, you have your assignment. Um, and. <laughs> Sorry, Scott, but Tyson going, Taylor can get fucked, Scott said, with his mouth full of Brock Birdie's turgid penis. Uh, again, and like, I didn't, like, was I hyping up Brock? Was I, like, going I know, off about how Brady was? The, like, why is his penis turgy? I, I don't even know what that means. I got to Google I don't turgy. either. Somebody Google turgy. You know I think that's, we're up to five now. We're up to five. <laughs> Uh, I got to check how you spell it. Also, Steven saying that, that San Francisco is capable of signing Malik Willis. See, I hear he's available. I'm not interested. I, I don't hate that. I, I've got Brock's penis in my mouth. So I guess. Yeah, Turgid, swollen. What, what do you. Okay. So what do you guys got though? What, what about you bar? Like, okay. So not, not picking just based on race. <laughs> yeah, that's, it. that's all we're talking all right hold on because that one that i was gonna say there it is you, you said you would work it in for me race card uh from a strictly football sense i think the ravens win i think they're the better team all the way around if, if patrick mahomes had a single receiver that wasn't named rasheed rice that could do it i'd be very hyped on them i think rokon smith and patrick queen are going to do very good job against Travis Kelsey. However, I am also rooting. Well, actually I'm rooting for the chiefs because 
I think the 49ers match up better against them. Than <laughs> Ravens. That's it. That's it. I'm rooting for you strictly because I will. I, I look, at a boy, Matt. At a boy. Look, I'm on math of least resistance, I'm, baby. I'm obviously going to pick the 49ers in, in in the NFC Championship game. I'm, I got I got it right here. I got it back there. I got, I'm obviously going to pick the 49ers. Both of these teams can get fucked. Because the last two Super Bowls the 49ers have been against, it's been against the Ravens and the Chiefs, and they've lost. So both these teams can get fucked. If there's a way that the Niners can just like win and both of those teams disappear, and the Niners just get to hoist it, I'm cool with that. And the Don't Niners care. are Super um, Bowl I, I think I think the Ravens win, but I'm 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 rooting for the Chiefs. That's the that's the, the, the pundits' heads are gonna explode if it's if it's Brock versus uh, Lamar. Like who, who are they gonna hate more that week? This is the least quarterbackly Super Bowl of all time. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I can't argue with it. Uh, Mike did respond saying those are the only colors the supplier offers. He wanted it in Texas orange. Obviously, we're going to have a second iteration of, of this lid for Caesar. So we'll figure out a place where we can get burnt orange and green as well. Also, shout uh, out to Chris Davis, who just texted me a picture of him buying the Caesar hat and sticker. And he said, who is it? Order confirmation. Chris Davis. Oh, who said thank you, he thinks he has the Lions have a good shot at the Chiefs, which makes me feel like he's picking a Lions Chiefs Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I honestly think at the end of the day, the offense between the Ravens and the Chiefs, I, not like dead even, but comparable. And I just have a gut feeling like, I don't know, maybe it's prejudice, but like that Raiders defense, I think is going to, is going to travel better and just step up to the occasion. Then I, I don't trust the Chiefs defense. I don't. Um, they've been spotty all year and the chiefs can't catch the receivers still drop shit all over the place. So, um, <laughs> Chris asking to see Matt's face. Cause he wants to see the pain in his eyes. <laughs> oh, was Mookie talking? I was zoning him out. I was, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, I was picking the Ravens, I guess, you know, you said both teams can get coitus. So never mind. You don't really care. I think it's going to be Ravens. I think it's going to be Ravens Niners in the super bowl. Um, I'm not going to pick that, you know, the final game. I want to see how those teams play, but I, I just think that's what it's going to be. I think they the just both. I think the Chiefs are going to fucking find a way to win because they just keep. Going. Like I mean, I'd uh, I'd but love for these, but I I do think the Chiefs are going to find a way. They just do. It's that Michael Jordan like it factor. Like, I mean, but that's why I, just, I I want I want Lamar to get one. I think that's the other part of it. They're three and a half point favorites right now, which is about what you would expect for a home playoff game. Um, the thing that, that threw me off a little bit, though, over under is 44 and a half, which seems low, but I guess Baltimore's and Kansas City's defenses are two of the best in the league. And I don't think people really realize that because they thought of the Chiefs as a is offensive powerhouse for the last four or five years, whatever it's been. Uh, no, Chiefs defense is fucking legit. Well, They're really good. And the Ravens defense the is also not slouch. I don't at think all. that's the, the only team. The only team without a defense left in the playoffs is the Lions. I mean, they got the rest of the three defenses are really, really good. And it comes down to Scott's mouthful of turded penis and Brock Purdy against the Lions is really what it comes down to. Uh, So, Matt, you're taking the Lions. Fuck no. (laughs) Okay. All right. So I I had I had I had a buddy ask me. I had a buddy ask me. And I'm sorry to all the Lions fans out there. I'm going to pre apologize for this one. I had a buddy ask me. If if the Niners were to lose against the Lions, is there any part of you that would feel 
good about that and and you know happy oh, for fuck. detroit and happy for the lions franchise it was it mm. was chris um sorry chris that's a dumb uh, question there's any if there's any part of me that would be happy for the lions franchise for getting over over the hump I, and into a super bowl and i thought I, about I read it that in game of thrones and i thought about it for absolutely no fucking time at all. No, fuck the Lions. They can get fucked. <laughs> right. Like, no, man. Michigan just Michigan just won the national title in college oh. football. They they had their football chance. They got their football glory. They can get fucked. Next year, they can do whatever the fuck they want. I hope the Niners fucking destroy them. Michigan's a stupid fucking state. It's the only one broken in two parts. Oh, we got one. They call them Ubers. Well, hold on a minute now. What about Uber. Hawaii? There's like five islands down there. How does that? That's broken into pieces. Are we yeah, attacking this is fucking volcanic right islands? This is continental yeah, that, U.S. That Everything else is <laughs> like it just is attacking the the shape of the state as to yeah, why like, they should yeah. lose Plus, a the football game. Probably, the Ubers, the Ubers are probably fucking Green Bay fans anyway. And you're uh, that's true. That. Yeah, they go are. Pack, go the they're, fuck they're home. I live here on the mitten. Fucking cool. No one gives a shit about the mitten. Fuck wow. the mitten. Dude, that's Fuck awesome. Michigan. How else Detroit's you, a piece of shit. Where do you live? Shit. Show me where you I live, Matt. It. You can't do it. You have to use like actual directions and like words and stuff. There's nothing better <laughs> than being able to point your hand and show this is where I live. The mitten's fucking awesome. There's literally nothing in the mission in, in, in the mitten that's awesome. Nothing. There's Fucks like a up lot there. of trees, dude. So like, you're taking oh. a that game. Tree. So, so, so you're taking the Niners? Is it? Is yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking the Niners. Um, I, I think they're. I think they're a better team. I like the Lions. I like Dan Campbell. I like Amon Ross St. Brown. I almost said Jared Goff. I don't like Jared Goff. Um, I like him as a fantasy like He was fantastic. Like There's Goff. the fantasy tick, Sarah White. Um, I like Jared Goff as a fantasy quarterback. I like Amon Ross St. Brown. I like Sam Laporta. Another team that I think has a pretty bright future, but this year is not the year for Detroit. I'm taking the Niners. That's Maybe. fair. I mean. <laughs> Look, all I'm gonna say is great teams cover, and we're getting seven. So I'm feeling pretty good about those chances. Because <laughs> otherwise, if we don't cover, then uh, that means we're getting our ass kicked. So that over is probably gonna cover too. So either way, it's a win in my book. Um, look, let's just be honest. Everyone in Detroit just happy that they're actually here and they won a game. Like the last time Detroit won two back-to-back playoff games was 1958. <laughs> like. We're good. And then there's not any expectation for next year either. Like this is all you want in Detroit is a a season every once in a while that pops like this where you can get excited about things. And they're playing with house money. So there is no way this goes badly for Detroit. Period. End of sentence. Uh, Niners by 10. (laughs) Fun, fun, fun fact. I was I'm a 35 year old man. My dad wasn't born in 1958. So. Oh, shit. Just throwing that one out there. Just throwing that one out there. Uh, yeah, just to close things up and get out of here shortly, I- I'm taking the Niners, obviously, no shocker there, but I will say this, this, this game sucks because Detroit's a good story, I mean, I, growing up in Toledo, I have a lot of friends back home that are, you know, big into the Lions, I don't want to see the Lions season end, and 
on the contrary to being fucking annoyed of seeing their celebrity, I love Eminem. So like, it's going to pain me to send <laughs> one of my true. favorite artists of the all goat. time. Yeah. Like sending him home uh, unhappy is going to going to hurt me just a little. So, and asking me the question about, is there a little part of you that, you know, wants to see Detroit win? There's a very teeny, tiny, tiny, tiny speck. If it means that Eminem will, will be happy, but I will say this. I don't give a shit. NFC or nothing. Like whoever wins the wins this game, I need them to win the Super Bowl. I I, I do not want to see the Ravens or the Chiefs win the fucking Super Bowl one way or the right. other. I'm not rooting against the Lions this week. I, I you know I, I I think they're a really good team. I think their defense is like under is underrated a little bit because I don't think it's as terrible as people make it out to be. And that offense can get on a roll in a hurry, and I'm terrified of it. Uh, yeah, I think the Niners win uh, by not 10. I'm going to say they're going to win by a touchdown. But it, by a touchdown, like it's, so it's a push it's gonna, in Vegas. Huh? It's gonna, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to pain me slightly to win. But then I'll forget about it because I remember we're in the fucking Super Bowl. So I, me, uh, I, will, I will generally feel bad for Lions fans after the Niners win. I will feel no joy for them if the Niners lose. Let me, let me be very clear about that. <laughs> I, I, will, I will feel remorse for Lions fans if they if they lose. If they win, they can get fucked. But please, please win the Super Bowl. I was getting fans. caught up on that. We got a lot to catch up on the comments. So first, Ryan McCarthy saying Virginia is America's pork chop or chicken drumstick, depending on your perspective. Uh, he They're said West right. Virginia. Very too whatever Different west places. virginia same difference uh readings hard too. <laughs> readings like and talking, i live in virginia it's not the same the readings thing. and arithmetic yeah movie. The, the comprehension is, is not my strong suit uh sarah white saying michigan is one of the state two states you can drive south to get to canada also that you have to get excited about states that can be demonstrated with your hands florida michigan alaska and west virginia didn't really ever think about florida being demonstrated with their hands but fair enough Mike, Sarah, I'm going to need to see Sarah White's sign language. I I want to see her Alaska. Yeah. Uh, Mike is clearly feeling better because I couldn't slip this by him. Great team's cover. We're getting seven. (laughs) Niners by 10. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. You got it, Mike. Glad you're you're still comprehending stuff. Uh, Robert Taylor saying the Lions fans deserve to see a big win. The Lions franchise does not deserve it for ruining Sanders and Megatron's career. Couldn't agree more. Chris Davis pointing out that uh, we were uninvolved in Vietnam the last time Detroit won a championship. (laughs) (laughs) There's I see now there's even more stuff popping in Uh, Tyson. I don't want to see the Lions team win. Scott said gargling the freshly shorn scrotum of Brock Purdy. I mean, we've been throttled by this point, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, you could tap in on this though. JB saying real talk: if the Niners don't play any better than what they did on Sunday, you're staying home. Uh, and I'm not worried about that because they didn't play on Sunday. So you're right. If they don't play better than they played on Sunday, <laughs> then they absolutely won't. Motherfucker, suck mud. <laughs> and they also like the defense played amazing the whole game. They the 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 also also three, JB, three JB. red zone. JB red zone like, possessions. JB acting like points. he wasn't all over fucking Facebook talking about oh you know the Packers losing. Uh, yeah, he knows he didn't want to fucking see the Packers, so you know we did him a goddamn favor either way. Yeah, you know what? You know what? You asked for something. You got Thanksgiving beatdown from the Packers. So 
you have Thanksgiving. We're giving you. You're welcome. Now you get the <laughs> Niners instead of the Packers. Thank you, Ryan, for joining us. You have a great night, too. Long live Caesar, my friend. And then Also, yeah. I am the king of technicalities, son. I'll pull out all the technicalities all day. It's how I got where I am on the technicality. Dude. <laughs> I mean, really, it makes sense, though, because the technicality is just petty in a different way. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's what I'm known for. Steven Masters firing a shot. AFC greater than NFC, though. And Robert Taylor's just happy to be here after the underdog season, which is so true, but weird to even think about. <laughs> like it, the Chiefs, it, they have been underdogs this season, and it's surprising considering they got Tay Tay on their side. That's right. That's what real fans call her Tyson. <laughs> I, I do have to be a naysayer, JB. It's what and then I do. Sarah following it right up with, there's always got to be a naysayer. <laughs> there's always one. Mookie, what were you drinking tonight as you finished chugging it? Uh, oh, there's an arrangement of other NAs, but mainly we were focused on the uh, Elvis AF from BrewDog. Absolutely a dog. Uh, I think Caesar might, he might have been tempted. He might have liked this one a little bit. I don't know, but absolutely a dog beer and, and would go back to it. We'll go back to it again. So stay tuned <laughs> for that. Matt Barr, what are we drinking? I was drinking Tropical Falcon Smash from Triple Crossing Brewing here in Richmond, Virginia. 7% Tropical IPA. And I feel exactly the way I feel about this beer, as Rex Million did with his comment. As long as the Super Bowl is close and I don't care who is there, my team is in, isn't in competition. I haven't drank in three weeks, man. This feels really <laughs> <It's> <laughs> big fan. This is so Big nice. fan. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Man, that's well, I'm glad we can get you back off the wagon. That's what we do. Uh, <laughs> I was drinking Budweiser Light one more time for my dog, our dog. It is it is a dog. I mean, it's it's the dog of beers and more wet than one. So that's, that's what we're rolling with. Gentlemen, this has been a show. A show. <laughs> So, uh, Matt Barr, thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate your service. Couldn't have done it without you. Mike, get well soon, buddy. We missed you. I don't, I, I can barely function with this. And I, I, I like giving out the abuse more than I like taking it. Like, I'm not, <laughs> like, is this like beat up on the host? Is this what it feels like? Oh, yeah, like, that's 100% it. It's whoever is in that sweet, seat, Scott. Don't matter what. Sweet no matter Jesus. Who. And Mike takes it worse than I thought he did because this is rough. <laughs> People, some of you assholes are just mean out there. Damn. Goodbye. Alrighty, everybody. Thanks for joining us. You can find us where you find all your podcasts. And check us out on Facebook, Twitter, all that fun stuff, Instagram. Thanks to Belly Up Sports for supporting us. Thank you for all listening tonight. Thank you for continuing to support the show. Go buy a hat if you haven't. We miss you, Caesar. We love you. We're going to keep on going for you. Gentlemen, have a good night. Appreciate you. You'll never walk alone, dog. Fuck it, we ball.